0: Welcome to the New Era of Wealth Building podcast, formerly the MLMSuccess.com podcast. This show will reveal a new era of team building that has been created by smart contracts on the blockchain and technology that wasn't even available a couple of years ago, and most still don't know exist or understand today. We share with you real success stories from real people that are happening right now today. While traditional network marketing companies have fallen into a state of dissipation and delusion, what Mr. Calvert calls a social club, there is one company and organization whose members are progressing and growing their incomes weekly. This organization is led by the host of this podcast, Dale Calvert. Dale has always said that real product in network marketing is people. Dale has always taught, if you build people, people will build the business. We believe network marketing is the number one personal development program on the planet with a compensation plan attached. When you combine wisdom of the ages, success principles, proven personal development systems and a new era opportunity, you have the formula for life altering success stories. And that is what we share with you in this podcast. So here is your host who has a goal to develop 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires on his team over the next few years. A small-town guy that figured out early in his career that the real product in network marketing is people and the magic and Zig's quote, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Dale Calvert.
1: Happy 4th of July. I hope you're having a great day in America. We celebrate our independence on July 4th, and I appreciate you being here. I hope you've had a wonderful holiday so far. We're having Dawn's kids, Taylor, and her boyfriend, Tim, and Tori and his girlfriend, Charlotte, over later to grill out steaks and have a good time. It's just some downtime, family time, which is so important. Uh, In this session, I am very excited to share with you the phenomenal story, and it has been a phenomenal transformation, Uh, the story of Tom Tarabasso from Chicago. Uh, You know, none of us really know what the future holds, and I had no idea how my life personally would change when I made the decision to start this podcast about seven years ago but some of the people that have entered my life because of this podcast have become good friends and really given me a renewed belief in network marketing and i'm so thankful for that and tom has definitely been one of those people massive success massive life altering uh Life altering uh, success, financial success that can literally have an effect uh, on generations of people in your family is still possible. If, and it's such a big if, you know, all network marketing companies are not created equal, all opportunities are not equal, but if you can find the right company at the right time in history and then get connected with the right team. Uh, Tom's a perfect example of that. So let's go live to our team Zoom meeting where Tom was the featured guest speaker. I know you guys are gonna love this session.
2: Before we hear from Tom, let me just kind of give it a little little bit of an introduction. There's very few people on this team that I have seen
1: uh, uh, grow at at the level that Tom has. I mean, really, sincerely, very few. Um, I'm really proud to say, you know, on this team, if you get in and stay in and plug in and really plug in and pay attention, not just to the how-tos, but the why-tos and the mindsets, things are going to change. You're going to, you're going to start progressing. You're going to start being more aware of your thought process and really being aware of your self-talk and your internal conversation and how that affects your activity and your mode and your mood. And when I think of all the people on this team, a lot, so many people have really done extremely well and and really progressed. And I, I, I think back to, uh, when when Shelly Giddings was, was conducting the book club for everybody and what an impact that made for so many people. But there's very few people on this team that I have seen progress through and finally be aware of the whirlpool, be aware of the whirlpool so they could get through the whirlpool like Tom. He's done a phenomenal job. Uh, Tom has owned a successful traditional business for 40 years. Uh, He spent six years with a very credible network marketing company, USANA, uh, before finding the MLM Success Podcast. He'll probably tell you about that. Uh, He's been married to Mia, his wife, for 34 years. They have a son who actually spent 13 years in the Army uh, as a Green Beret. And uh, Tom's business, he lives in Chicago. And... You know when when he first started showing up uh, in my email box and on the webinars and the MLM training clubs uh, webinars and things. I mean, I'm always he's just a likable human being. Uh, and I would and I've told him and I've said this publicly. He he had a tendency to see the glass half half empty, but that's really changed over the last really the last six months in a major way. Um. Uh, he will be one of our hundred thousand dollar year earners this year. He's right, right there, right now. He's almost there already. The year's not even halfway over, and uh, I would say he probably didn't think that was a possibility when 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 we were, when we made the pivot into ERC. But I think now his thinking is way beyond that, and I think he's really broken out from understanding what he can do. The the potential he has, he because he recognizes his own growth, not at the level that we all do. We all do, but he does. But I'm excited to learn more about Tom tonight, to hear his story. Uh, So with that, let me stop this share and find Mr. There he is, Mr. Terrabasso. And I said that right. How you doing, Tom? Hi,
3: Bill.
1: Good to have you with us tonight.
3: Thanks. You know, who would have thought two and a half years ago, I'd be a future speaker on the zoom. I mean, that's crazy when I think about it. So I, first, I just want to say, this is really an honor to be invited to do this and thank you so much for the opportunity to come out of my comfort zone because right now I'm out of my comfort zone.
1: It's just yeah. me and you, man. Yeah. Just me and you. There's going to be a lot of people that will watch the replay of this and will see this that, this I, I really believe this tonight. There'll be people that will see this particular and it'll probably be somebody in Chicago. But there'll be somebody that will see this and think, man, I spent I've been five years on this hamster wheel. I, I've spent four years on this hamster hamster wheel. And, and I really think that what you will share tonight will have a positive impact on a lot of people. So I appreciate you being here. Um, so I'm just going to let you talk, Don. if you can highlight us too, if you're, if you're running the program, I'm not sure if you're playing with the dog or running our program, but if you're running our program, uh, Miss Calvert, uh, so highlight us. And, and you're probably saying, oh, Dale, it's highlighted for everybody else, but you can't, are y'all seeing just me and Tom? Yes,
0: yes. I'm
1: the idiot. <laughs> <He's> usual. <laughs> okay, usual. Uh, okay. Tom. Start. I want I want you here's where I want you to start. And and I just want you to tell your story. But, you know, I know you've had a successful business, 40 years, traditional businesses, business. You started part time, built it up, went full time, been full time for 40 years total or been in it for 40 years. Why did you how did you find USANA? Tell me, you know, start there. Maybe how you found USANA and go from Um, there. Well, I'm going to try not to interrupt you anymore for a while.
3: And I got notes, so I won't ramble too much. Uh, Uh But I I learned about network marketing from a cleaning lady when I was on a job. I was doing a window job because I'm a window cleaner. I I clean residential. And um, it was 1995. And she was so excited to tell me about this meeting that I had to go to. She wouldn't tell me what it was about, but I went to this house and there was a guy in a suit with a whiteboard and it was for Amway. And I wanted to do it, but my wife was like, no way, you're not a salesman. That's what she was telling me. So we didn't do it. Um, then five years later, I actually got involved briefly with two companies that shortly after I joined, went out of business. You might recognize FINL, hmm? Financial Independence Network Limited. Right. A guy named John Commuda. And then I, and then we joined a startup called Skybiz.
1: Oh, yeah. Out of and, Florida.
3: Yeah. And this guy supposedly took the money and ran.
1: Yeah,
3: he did. So after those two, I was like, I'm never doing network marketing again. But fast forward to 2014, and I'm having trouble with my joints on a ladder, you know, coming down a ladder, which I do every day. My knees were really aching, and uh, my elbow then started killing me. I couldn't carry a bucket with my left arm. I couldn't make a fist. I was having extreme pain shooting up my arm whenever I would carry a bucket. So. I knew my sister-in-law was in a nutritional company and I told her about my pains and she goes, well, come to a meeting. I want to, I want to introduce you to this company. So I went, I was impressed. Um, The founder of USANA is a world renowned, he was, he's a microbiologist Mm -hmm. and he's got patents. I mean, he knows his stuff. He's not a network marketer, so he's never been in the field, but the products are fantastic. And so I went on these products and for my joints and I took the multivitamin and I had, I had results right away. I mean, I was sold on these products like within a month, I was pain free. And so I thought, okay, this is going to be great. I got a story to tell. Now I'm part of a team there where the team leader was the number six income earner in USANA. He started successfully Exclusive. He started a year after the company did. And this is at the time they were 22 years old. So he started early and he did the work, and now he's a number six income earner. And what his, he was old school, didn't like computers, and we didn't do any cold marketing. It was all warm market. What he did was he put on local events, and we invited our warm market to these events, and that's how we built our teams. And he lived about 15 minutes away. Um, so I would invite people, and I learned very quickly something that you taught, Dale, that people like. They say they're going to show up, and they don't. And so I, we'd get to these events, and all of us would share stories about who didn't show up, and they promised they would. And it's frustrating. And I also had to deal with, because I didn't have skills. I I hosed people. I talked way too much. I tried to convince people. I got into arguments with family members, right? I was laughed at by several people. Told me I was in a scam. All the stuff. Just naive people. And it was very frustrating because I couldn't prove them wrong because I wasn't having any success. I ended up signing up an employee of mine. He quit when he tried to recruit his parents, and I told him it was a pyramid scheme. So he was gone after that. Uh, My wife ended up selling some products, but we were having no success with this. And so this was 2014 when I joined, and now we'll go to 2015 where I had a, a sincerely, I had a life-changing event happen. It was the winter, I wasn't working very much. And we were inviting people to go to an event in March. I remember this and I'm calling, I'm thinking, well, I got this huge warm market with my window cleaning customers that I've known for years, a lot of them. And they know me and they trust me. And so I called on some and I was leaving voicemails and I called this one woman uh, who I like and know, I've known her for a few years, retired woman, and I, I wrote it down because I remember what she said to me. I told her the spiel. And here's what she said. Um, she says, Can't you just get a regular job so you don't have to sell vitamins? And she said it to me like that. Like she was disappointed, and like, what are you doing? You're better than this. She, you know, and and at the time I didn't have any, I had very thin skin. I was very thin-skinned and I was shy. I mean, two real good combos to be a network marketer, right? No. <laughs> why was I doing this in the first place? Well, the residual income is why I was doing it, because I saw, I read the book, The Four-Year Career by Richard Brooke, and he outlined how you could build this residual income, and that's what really attracted me. So anyway, after that happened with this woman on the phone, it shook me up, and it was almost lunchtime, I remember this, and I thought, well... When I after lunch, I'll get back at it and I'll start making more phone calls. And I never did. I could never lift that phone up after that. And I had a a serious heart to heart. And I said to myself, what are you doing? You know, you got to don't believe the hype. It's not going to happen for you. okay? they do all this rah rah and telling people rock stars at the events and that it's going to happen. You just keep doing what you're doing. I had a leader say that to me. You just keep doing what you're doing. Well, guess what? I wasn't doing anything that's what they told me and um so i had this heart-to-heart with myself and i thought you know what i gotta get real here i love the products i'll just be a customer and network marketing is not for me and i'll just quit and my the rest of my life i'll just work on building my window cleaning business and who knows i remember the next day i made that decision to quit and the next day i'm working on the job and i was just thinking the whole day like what is my future going to look like? okay i'm 75 years old i'm washing windows because i don't have a pension i don't have investments i've got social security that might cover my groceries and um i knew some window cleaners and painters who were in their 70s and that's what they were doing they were just hanging on and so i saw my future and you talk about this dale it's called wistful regret yes, sir. you project yourself into the future um I'm 85 years old and I'm looking back on my life and I'm looking back to this time when I had this opportunity. Um, And I also, I got to bring this up because this informed my next move. And I'm not, I'm going to talk about my son and I'm not going to talk about him as a proud parent. I'm going to talk about him objectively. And what he did is possible for anyone. Uh, My son was not blessed athletically. He didn't go off. He went out, For some sports but he didn't excel he went out for freshman wrestling with no experience okay he got pinned every time that year he was oh i think his record was 0 and 11 and i videotaped all of his matches because we were there supporting him he was pinned every time and the last one i remember this kid was like jacked okay these are 14 year olds and here's this kid jack picks up my son in the first round and throws him down on his back and jumps on him and pins him my son gets up, and he's just holding his back as he's leaving the mat. And I'm thinking, well, you give it your, your best, kid, you know. I didn't realize that's not what my kid's made up of. <laughs> he, next year, sophomore year, he went out for wrestling again. And me and my wife were, like, literally afraid for his safety. Like, what are you doing? You know, we're trying to talk him out of it. He didn't want to hear it. Luckily, he broke his finger and didn't go through with the season. Uh, so, anyway. Fast forward to when he graduates high school, he knew he wanted to go in the military. He joins the military, does real well in boot camp. He gets picked to join what's called the Old Guard, which is working at Arlington Cemetery. Mm -hmm. It's disciplined, right? He didn't want to do it. We talked him into it because we thought it was a great opportunity. He's going to be with the best kids. So he got on a casket team. They told him, you got to add 15 pounds of muscle within the next five months. So we started working out religiously in the gym. He's on the casket team. He works his way up after three years. He's on the full honors casket team, right? This is big time. He's doing full, ample, like um, Medal of Honor funerals. Um, but anyway, the story, what I want to get to is his friends started going out for like the Rangers and special forces and Delta Force. And my son's like, okay, he's surrounding himself with these people. He's going to go for it. He tries out for the Rangers. He doesn't make it. They got this thing called Hell Week or something. It's like 10 or 10, week, ten days or two weeks. He gets cut because he doesn't make the time at the very end of it. So what does he do? I thought, well, kid, you gave it a good shot. You know, what does he do? He cuts out distractions. He breaks up with his girlfriend. I don't know if he wants me to say that, but that's what happened. He cut out his distractions, and he dedicated himself to the gym and improving himself, and now he was going to try out for the Green Berets. And we're thinking, what is he doing? Okay, so he's 22 years old. He makes it through, gets selected for the Green Berets. Couldn't believe it. We went down there for his graduation at Fort Benning. Fantastic. Now he's going to this year-and-a-half-long school. And most people, a lot of them get cut from this. This is a tough school, year and a year-and-a-half-long. He makes it through. Fast forward, he's graduating from this school as the second youngest in a class of over 120. Wow. And we're, yeah, we're just shocked. Like, what? I didn't kid. You know what it is? He doesn't quit. He doesn't quit. And so here's me thinking in 2015 that my life, I'm basically quitting on myself. Like I'm not cut off for this. I can't do it. And I made the decision based on my son thinking about him. And was, what inspired me was him to say, you know what, this is, I'm foolish. to Do this. And so what I'd made the decision, what I was going to do was not prospect for a year, but I was going to, I was going to stay in sound as a distributor. I just wasn't going to focus on any prospecting and I was going to focus on developing myself just like my son did. I was going to develop myself mentally and I was going to cut out distractions. And what I did for distraction wise was I always had a, a daily newspaper delivered to my door. I loved reading the newspaper. That's how I grew up. I canceled it. And instead I read personal development books. Um, and then I started re- listening to podcasts, uh, and i wanted to figure this network marketing thing out so i started listening to the gurus podcast so we're talking eric worry i was a big fan of ray higdon um at the time i thought these guys were the best and they knew it all and then uh there was about five or six of them that i listened to and one of my favorite was a guy named richard brooke who wrote the book "The Four Year career which is a great book especially for newbies if they want to learn about what network marketing is richard brooke got in before dale in the 1970s so he made a lot of money. I didn't know it at the time, but he was a three percenter. Not, he he came from nothing and developed himself into a three percenter and he trained three percenters, which I'm not going to get into that. Dale can if he wants to. But I, I listened to his podcast. Uh, it was 2017. I'm listening to his podcast. He interviews this one guy and this guy goes, yeah, Richard, I, I just got to on taking a class by Dale Calvert. He has a class that I took. And then he asked Richard, do you, do you know who Dale Calvert is? And I'll never forget what Richard said. And it was the way he said it. And I'll do my imitation of Richard Brooke. He goes, oh, yeah, I know, Dale. <laughs> he laughed, you know. And that just struck me like, what is going on here? I got to find out who this Dale Calvert guy is. So I uh, looked him up he was doing a couple podcasts, and one of them is called No Fluff. Remember that? No Fluff. And I started, popped it on the next day at work. And the first episode I'm listening to, and I'm washing windows, and I'm listening, and all of a sudden in the background I hear, I don't believe in having uncomfortable conversations. And it got my, I was like, what? I rewound it. What are you say? I don't believe in having uncomfortable conversations. And that spoke to me clearly because that's all I was having. Okay. My whole career in network marketing was uncomfortable conversations. And so uh, from that point on, I just binged that no fluff podcast every day. And I am proud to say that every one of those episodes, I've heard at least once, most of them twice and a couple, three times. Because I had the time. I was like you, Dale, at IBM. Mm-hmm. My work my phones at work, yeah. My work, and I'm very fortunate to to be able to do that. i still I still do that. So, um, we'll fast forward again. This was in 2017. I joined the training club in the spring of 2018, and now I'm full on a a Calvertaholic. <laughs> I got rid of Dale. I got rid of Eric Worry and all those guys, and I'm listening to Dale's. He's got three podcasts, and I'm listening to all three of them. And I'm just, I'm in the training club and I'm seeing names that I work with now. People like Kamisha and you know the names. I'm not going to go through them. Vicky, uh, Kamala, Bernadette, Alan. Uh, So I knew these names from, we had a message board in the training club. And I can't say enough how much that training club helped me. It's 18 CDs. Whatever Dale charges for it, it's worth about five times that much. Get those CDs, put them on your digital so you can listen to them on your phone. And that's what I did. I binged those CDs. Uh, so that's 2018. We'll go to 2020. I'm a distributor in USANA. I'm not liking it. And it's the summer and they're having a regional event. And they go. I go to this regional event. And my sponsor is not there, so I'm with an upline. Not my team leader, but just an upline of hers. And we're at this event. And they have all these big time speakers, all these polished three percenters speaking, and they're introducing this new way of marketing Lusano products. And it's called branding and and attraction, attraction marketing, right? And uh, get this, we're going to become the experts, right? We're going to be the experts. Oh, And um, I'll I'll never forget this. I'm sitting there going, I can't, this is not for me. What am I doing here? And this one speaker goes, okay, everybody get out their phones, go to your Facebook page. Because right now what we're all going to do is we're all going to post our new skincare line promotion on our Facebook and everybody hold up your phones. And I'm I'm telling the guy I'm with, I'm like, I'm not doing this. I I can't do that. You know, (laughs) he's like, no, this is what you got to do. He's telling me you got to do this. And I think I did do it, but I I sure erased it like a half hour later. Um, So that was the last event I ever went to. And luckily for me, because I always thought, man, if Dale ever came out of retirement and started building teams again, that's what I really want to happen. Luckily for me, that happened. And it was in September of 2020 where we all joined APL Go. And I got on that team. And we started doing work Zooms. I got on the first Zoom ever that I was ever on. And I was more nervous than I am now. Way more nervous than I am now. I'll never forget it. the first Zoom I was on. It was on one of Curry's work Zooms. And he pointed me out, hey, Tom, how are you doing tonight? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, no, don't talk to me. <laughs> but anyway, um, so that's where I was at in 2020. And I know I rubbed a lot of people wrong. And Dale, you even said things that came out of my mouth made you cringe okay, I get it. I had to go through a lot of stuff, but I, I was willing to work and I was willing to come out of my comfort zone. And that's a big key. Come out of your comfort zone as much as you can. I um, I actually, in 2017, I bought this book because I'm a shy guy. Okay. I don't know if you can read it. It's called Beyond mm-hmm.
2: Shyness, right? Mm-hmm.
3: It's called How to Conquer Social Anxieties because I had that big time. I'm not going to go into the stories of me personally, but one of the one of the things you can do that taught in this book was to go into a grocery store and just strike up conversations with people behind the counter or people in the produce department, just strangers. Just start having conversations. And so I did that every time I went out. I just I went to the dog park. I I walked up to the group and I injected myself in the group of people. So I was doing that. I was coming out of my comfort zone inch by inch.
2: Um. So. I got these notes here. I want to stay on track. Uh APL Go. Yeah, I'm almost done. APL Go. Uh the team
3: culture was unbelievable. It still is. But we had these work Zooms led by Alan and Bernadette and Kamala and Marilyn Cox, and we would all get on there and we would help each other. We were all sidelined. Nobody It was downline and upline, and we were all sidelined to each other, and we loved helping each other come up with the right answers to their questions. We were prospecting online. We were doing cold market, um, call it direct outreach. And that was just so good for us, all of us, will tell you that. Um, And Dale, I, I think it was Curry that came up with that. It wasn't you, right? You didn't have anything to do with
2: it. I hated it. Yeah. But but, I, but but because of the way it was being done, yeah. Because I joined him at
3: first; he was doing it. Yeah, and it was a lot of rah rah and music, and but uh, but anyway,
1: looking uh, for low hanging fruit.
3: Yeah, so I didn't have success in Usana financially, but I had major success up here between the years. Um, and I started developing myself. And I I I once had this analogy about personal development where it's like a rain barrel, right? And it's got a faucet, and the faucet drips with personal development. Every time you do something, get rid of your distractions, read a personal development book, listen to a podcast, water will come out of that spigot, maybe one drop every 10 minutes. Okay, and it's in our big rain barrel. So you won't notice those that water in that barrel until maybe two years later. And you still won't notice it, but the people around you will.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and I didn't know how I was changing, but I could feel it. I could feel I was more confident because here's how I knew: my customers, my window cleaning customers that I would see once or twice a year. Some of them, when I first met them, I would be intimidated by them. You know, there's these are big time successful people in corporate jobs, wearing ties and suits, and you know, I'm talking to them, and I'm in their really nice house. And i would be intimidated well after two years of of being in dale's team i wasn't intimidated anymore and i was curious and i would strike them up in conversations and i would have fun and i can honestly say right now i'm having more fun with my window cleaning customers than i've ever had um just laughing and i never did that before being on dale's team it's, he gave me the confidence to do that come out of my shell i think it was dave johnson that told me hey when you came out of your shell That's what I was in. I was in a shell for 50 some years. I was in a shell. I was hiding. I I had a very small comfort zone and I didn't try to get out of that. And so what happened was I avoided a lot of situations that were outside of my comfort zone. And I wasted a lot of years doing that. And I really wish I could be 30 years old again, but let's not go there. I can't do that. But right now I'm 63 and I'm looking at the next 30 years as the best of my life. You know, I got big plans to travel. I want to become a volunteer. I have plans to become financially independent. I want to do it right. And I want to live my best life. And I want to have an impact on other people. And I can do that from what I've learned from you, Dale. And other people. My teammates as well. And I look at failure differently now. I used to see failure as a a roadblock. Like, oh, now I failed. No. You you see, when you fail at something, like my son. He failed trying out for the Rangers. It's a chance to improve yourself. It's a chance to reassess. And that's how I see every failure now. When I walk into a business and I come out and the guy was
2: rude to me, it's like, okay, how could I have done that better? You know, maybe, maybe it's not me. Maybe the guy was having a bad day. Um, so I think I answered everything, you know. Well, what's
1: happened for you this in the last seven months yeah, since I we started this ERC?
3: Yeah. When I first started ERC, I, I didn't know. If I would have any success all of us I was emailing um I took I got a lot of information from Shelly and I modeled what I did after Shelly I had a little bit different script I think but I didn't know I got a new email program I started using Outlook and I had to master that the first month I was awkward with it and I by January I had it down I I had follow-ups down and I was, I'll never forget, I had the first uh, principal of a school. I, I was prospecting Christian schools, mainly private schools. I had his principal call me while I was working. <laughs> I think I posted it on the Facebook page. I was actually climbing up a ladder and my phone rang. And I I, I didn't have time to be nervous with her. I just started laughing and going, hold on, I got to climb down the ladder. Because I'm working right now, and I'm laughing, and I went over to my car, and I got a pen, and I booked a call for her right there. And, was that
1: uh, actually your first one?
3: Yeah.
1: Oh wow, I didn't realize that. I remember when that happened because oh, Don said Tom's Tom's up on the ladder booking the call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, a call. Yeah. So
3: I was on the roof.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. So you got that first one done, and look at how you felt then compared to like now. The difference.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's my confidence. If you use a one to 10 scale, I was probably a two or a three. And I think now maybe a seven or an eight, you know, in certain situations, it's lower and higher because it's my comfort zone. My comfort zone right now with talking to business owners is a, I couldn't fathom doing what I'm doing now three years ago, two years ago. I would never even attempt it. Are you kidding me? You know, going in for Loop TV, I don't know if you want me to talk about that, but that was a lot of good practice. Yes, because we were walking in businesses with these media players and I was talking mainly with employees because the owner's not there, but it was a lot of practice for ERC. So I did that for maybe three months until that changed and we had to get out of that and we went into ERC. But having those three months of going into businesses for for Loop was just um, training. Everything's training. Everything led up to this ERC. Gordy and Kelly, I mean, we'll tell you that everything that they've learned over 20 some years. It's just the time is right. And I think right now, my future with Collect Direct, the time is right for me because I'm not nervous at all talking to network marketers. I mean, compared to a business owner in the store, talking to a networker online, it's like, are you kidding me? Get out of here. Dale, I'm doing this now.
1: Yeah. There you go. Dust yeah. on your
3: jacket. Yeah. I don't let it bother me at all with these guys. And I'm trying to help them. And I really hope I can help some people that were on this, what I call the hamster wheel. Dale calls it the hamster wheel, where you're they're you're trying to do this branding and do social media videos that they're teaching you. And you're paying thousands of dollars for this course. And these guys, all they're doing, Eric Worre, Ray Higdon, they're selling pickaxes to the miners. They did, they did nothing in network marketing. I know Ray Hagen's story. He, he told it on his podcast, okay? He cold-called like a maniac, like he was making, I don't know, 200 cold-calls a day, and he rose to the top of the comp plan because he was putting people in, but those people couldn't duplicate his success, and they dropped off as fast as they came in, and he decided, well, this is not going to work, and he got out, and he decided he's going to sell shovels to the miners, and he's made a
2: fortune doing it. So he said it, not me. Yeah, I heard it on a podcast. I don't know. where. I mean, if anybody
1: does the research, it's right in front of people. It just is. It it just is. You know, it it just is.
2: No, but the guy Richard
3: Brooke, I did buy some of his courses and he does teach really good mindset training. But again, he teaches if you he taught this where if you're a two, all you got to do is find a 10. And then guess what? You're a 10. That was his philosophy at the time. He might have changed it by now, but that's how he made his money. He found a big, what he calls a whale, who had influence all over the community. This guy had influence and made Richard Brooke like $40,000 a month in 1984. And he got his picture on Success Magazine.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and that's a great business plan. Yeah. And then, Dale, you always say- It's a way to build a team. Find I mean, a whale. What I, learned, <laughs> just, yeah.
1: I mean, it drives me. It's just right. Yeah, I know. I know. We all know. And it's, we
3: all know. But we, can uh, you, the guys on this team, we know that people are the real product. Right? That's right. It's not what build, you can do. It's what your team can do.
1: That's right. Build people. People build the business.
2: Yeah.
1: Everything has to be unified, duplicable. You know, we're we're getting ready to get heavy, heavy back into these Zoom outreaches, and I know you were. Uh, You know, you were around when we were doing sometimes two, two, two hours in the morning, two hours at night. You've been, you've been in, in that environment. I think, I think in a few years, our Zoom outreach group, the ninjas will be 24 seven all around the world. I, I really do. I think that's where this is going. But how much did that help you, Tom, in that type of? group environment, on the job, training, you know, how, what what kind of impact do you think that had for you?
3: You know, we we have such a great team. The quality of team members is off the charts. I never really fit in with people, but on this team, I feel like I do. I found my, my, my team, you know. I mean, I used to get on, Pamela would be on literally at five in the morning. And Bernadette, me and Bernadette were central time, so it was six in the morning for us. So it was Kamala, me, Bernadette, Yossi, who was in Switzerland, Mm -hmm. and sometimes Viola, who was in Australia, and Boris, who was in Hungary, because they were later on in the day. And we would get on these early morning Zooms, and it was great. I mean, we were just all helping each other. And then the evening Zooms with Alan and Kamisha. I mean, me and Kamisha would have a blast. We had a name for Saturday nights, because who else would be on a Zoom on Saturday nights I forget the name of it. Maybe Kamisha's on here. I used to call it Kamisha's Disco. I said, "Okay, let's fire up Kamisha's Disco," and she would play her music because she she had some good good beats going. Uh, so we had fun, you know.
1: Do you do you look at other do you look at network marketing gurus leaders different than you did when you started?
3: Oh yeah, it's a joke. It's it's a I see behind the curtain yes what they're doing i see what they're doing they're dressing sharp they're getting the haircut right they're wearing the bling and there's they're talkers they know how to do it they strut across that stage and they project and they tell you you're a rock star and here's my course for a thousand dollars and i see what they're doing you got to be a vip to shake their hand for two hundred dollars
2: do
1: you realize, Tom, that you know more about building a team than 95% of the people on the planet? I don't know about that. I knew you would say no. That's what I, <laughs> But you sincerely do.
2: Yeah,
3: I, but I, I still have a ways to go, and I know that, but I know how far I've come. When I think back just two years, what two years can do to somebody, and I'm speaking to anybody out there, two years can change your life if you just get rid of your distractions and plug in. And I would start with the No Fluff podcast, and I'd get into that training club of Dale's. I don't care what it costs. Start with that.
1: I'll send you your commission, Tom. (laughs) No. Anything else that you want to – because, see, you're on your way now. You're on your way. You have broke out. You see things very clear. You understand if I say five a month, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If I say whirlpool, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You you understand. You get it. Like most people in the whirlpool don't even know the whirlpool exists. You know I
3: and, go in the whirlpool, but I didn't recognize it.
1: That's right. <laughs> but now you yeah. know when you're there and now you, I can you recognize you, it. Yes. So I mean you're you're ready. you it, it's like you're ready now. And you could have gotten there and 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 really sincerely, you've gotten there fairly quickly. And you could have got there even quicker. But you're there, it's your time, you're ready to roll. I mean, you're gonna make, I think you'll make at least a quarter of a million dollars this year, or maybe more. Yeah. Maybe a half a million.
3: Yeah, I mean, success does wonders for your confidence too. I mean, right now I've got over sixty-six thousand banked commissions that are at the IRS, and I've got six other deals, one of them is really big. So if you ever take averages and those, when those deals are finished, I'm sitting at around $120,000, $130,000 for six months of work. That's, right. I mean, that's, that's unheard of. I mean, who that's was, right. That's right. That's the greatest opportunity right now. And I feel sorry for the people who didn't jump on it back in November.
1: So one final word to people that are on that hamster wheel, because there's and I'm not going to pick on USANA, but there's a lot of companies that've been with companies that are 22, 25 years old, are brand new startups that they follow their upline to the seventh one. See, if if see if you're in my mind, and 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 again, just because you've experienced this in my mind, if the Toms or whoever on our team that are plugged in. And willing to do the work, which you, I learned something tonight. See, you had already made those decisions way before we ever met to 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 do the work, to read the books, to put you, to have those conversations at the grocery store. You were on this personal development journey before we ever met. Now I've watched you continue to come to the point where you are now. But the people that are on that hamster wheel. They're not in a business or in a social club. They're, the only people that, are, that they're listening to are people whose only concern is to keep them on auto ship one more month. And, and I know that. You know that. And there's a, that's the majority of the people in network marketing,
3: those people. And then they get out. And then what do they do? They blame the business. They don't blame themselves. Or, you know, they're just in the wrong culture. And I think most network marketing companies are in the wrong culture there's I know for a fact nobody is like us, but there's probably other companies kind of similar who don't go with the fluff uh what do you call one? Let me know foo food dust the foo food dust is rampant, and these guys are making money off of newbies, unsuspecting newbies and what the newbies do is turn around and and talk about network marketing what a scam
2: it is.
1: Yeah, so in in my opinion,
2: every company that I've been with, company, I probably shouldn't say this, so I won't. But let me put it
1: this way. You can be in a fluff company as long as you're not on a
2: fluff team. Because sometimes fluff companies offer the best opportunity, but you can't have, you can't be part of a fluff team. You can't be part of somebody's trying to
1: teach you how to become a TikTok star so you can build a network marketing business. Yeah. That will not fly. There's wisdom of the ages principles. You want to talk on that, and then I we'll, we'll go to question.
3: Yeah, it's just team culture principles. weighs heavily on your success who your team leader is, okay? The systems that he's putting you through. Is he telling you to brand yourself and be an expert? Or is he teaching you to learn wisdom of the age's principles, right, right? and develop yourself? Um, and that's what we have with Collector on uh, a Dale Calvert team. Now there's other teams on Collector Rec that aren't gonna have our success, right? And they're gonna be wanting to come over to us. We see this happening in ERC. Uh, I'm just so fortunate that I found your podcast. It changed my life.
1: Is is it possible to get off the hamster wheel? Is it really possible for the average person with above-average desire to get off the hamster wheel, get plugged into the right systems and programs, and progress forward?
3: Simple. But you know what? It takes courage to pivot. You've said this, Dale. It took courage for me to pivot. USANA, my... My sponsor was my sister-in-law. Here is my sister-in-law, right? I love the team leader, and I love the owner of the company, and I love the products. So it took real courage for me to say, you know what? I, I'm not making money here, and I never will. So I'm going to become a customer. And I'm trying to tell that to these people on other teams. It takes courage to do it, but you got to have a heart-to-heart with yourself. That's good, man. That's so good.
1: That, let's, let's Anything you want to say before we let people ask questions?
2: I think I've said it all. You know, I
1: that last part, Philip, we gotta cut that section right there. <laughs> so good, man. It, it because it's just truth. Yeah. Such truth. Okay.
3: It's simple uh, hey, if anybody wants to get up the hamster wheel, contact me.
1: <laughs> that's right. Well, and if somebody does want to contact you, how do they do that, Tom? What's the best way?
3: Um, I'll give them my phone number, 630. 630- 802 And if you're a jerk, I'm going to block you. And if you're we a famous person, I'm going to welcome you, and I'm going to bring you along through our systems.
1: Yeah. Kamala, you got something for Tom?
4: Uh, Tom, I'm beyond,
2: beyond proud of you. When uh, we first met what in Ohio. Yes.
1: Yep.
4: Like I don't even I can't even express how amazing you are now you were then, but the how you've changed is I'm super excited to to see you in another year, in another two years, five years. Because you're you're just gonna keep going. Yeah. And I'm I'm such an honor to have met you and and to be on the team with you. so
3: Yeah, thank you, Kamala. That means a lot to me. I don't like talking about my past very much anymore because it's really embarrassing who I was. But, yeah, Kamala, I had a blow meeting you. And I think we had a little bit of a bond going there. because I, I really like talking to you a lot. And the Zooms that we spent on each, you know, helping me. You're, you're what exemplifies the team culture. Nobody more than Kamala Robinson. And it's an honor to be on a team with you. And I'm really fortunate
2: that you're on our team. Thank you. Dan Bruning, then Vicky. I'm going backwards tonight. Dan Bruni. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Hang on. How about now? Yes, sir. Gotta do it every time. Sorry about yep.
5: that, Tom. So I can relate to your story so well with where I'm at right now with with, with the ERC and what's getting ready to come up and my my business. It's 35 years running my own show, my own man. Been around Dale for a long time, but never really plugged in until uh Serbia Go hit a little bit that fell under. And then I plugged in on ERC and I made a decision that this is it. I'm 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 63, brother. I can I can feel your pain. And I got some pain. And I'm like, well, and I don't have any income put away for my retirement. All these things started adding up. And but I can definitely relate with what you're what you're going through and where you're at. I'm in catch-up mode myself to get caught up to to this team. This this team is also another catalyst that, that helped propel me. I mean, I could hear it from Dale, and I could take it, and I could I could leave it. I mean, I've been listening to Dale for 25-plus years or whatever. I, I know exactly. I've, I've, I went no, all the way back to the beginning than where we're at now. But the team, the team, the team, the uh, culture of the team has just changed me in a way to be more plugged in. And I've seen your growth. You know, I don't know you that well, but I've been around for ERC, so I know who you are now and where you're at, and I can definitely see the growth. And man, I can't tell you how much to. Uh, you know, I'm I'm more I'm more about paying attention to what you're doing and stuff, and I'm just more about paying attention to a whole lot of people because you know, being a one man show for a long time, it's taken some time to come out of that comfort zone. And it goes all the way back to high school, getting picked on and stuff. I know where you're at. I know how I know what being shy is. I know what forcing myself to walk to that door to talk to the customer is. And I know where the growth is. And if you keep doing it enough, it gets a little bit easier and easier and easier. Although it never leaves you or it hasn't left me. But I but I'm in that mode quicker than I was before to get through that door now or to get on that phone. So man, great job. Yes. Okay.
3: Thanks, Dan. Yes. Dan, you know, I remember something that you said on a Zoom. You that you you started getting on the daily Zooms that we do every day now for ERC. It, you forced yourself to do that. You don't want to be there, but you're forcing yourself to come out of your comfort zone and do that and pay attention because you know it's good for your growth. And I heard you say that, and I was like, Yeah, he gets it. That's what it's all about coming out of your comfort zone. And uh yeah. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you on a team for sure. And someday I hope to
2: go fishing with you. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun too. Yeah. yeah. Nikki.
4: Great job, Tom. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I just, I just loved how your son's, you know, your son's story just urged you on and gave you the motivation and inspiration in your life, and that says a whole lot. That's just amazing. I remember when we were back doing loop in October. We were kind of chatting on Facebook Messenger, and you were saying how you weren't you weren't going to take time to work on ERC. So when I saw you booking those calls, it just really inspired me, and it was just wonderful to see that that was happening with you. Um, you know, it just goes to show how persistence and personal development can really change someone and grow someone. And you're there, and I can just see you off of that ladder real soon. Yes. <laughs> so great job!
3: Awesome, awesome. Thanks, Vicki. Vic, Vicki, you're, you know, she she'll like tonight. She texted me right before this and said, "I'm gonna rock this." You know, <laughs> she's such a, a great teammate, and she's sidelined to me, but. Just an awesome person, and I'm so happy that you're on this team, and I hope someday I have a big camper trailer and I get to park it in your driveway in Arizona.
4: Yeah, awesome. Great job, Tom.
2: Thank you. Dick Trility.
6: Yeah, i just like to echo the same thing. Great job, Tom. Uh, you know, you're a valuable member of this team with the growth that you've had, and my question is, is with the growth that you've had, have you noticed that you're able to – when you're communicating with people to to kind of feel where they're at and see where they are on the road?
2: Uh, you talking about walking in businesses
6: or? I'm talking, you know, just talk general, dealing with uh, your people in your organization or when you're out and about as you're dealing with them, you're communicating with them. Are you able to 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 feel what they're feeling?
3: Yeah, and you know, I, I I can recognize ego a lot quicker now. You know, when I can see it right off the bat when they want to talk about themselves and they're not listening. Right, listening is a tough skill to learn. It's it's tough, and um, but it's a it's a good skill to know, especially for us. But um, yeah. Um, I, I can I I think I can spot when somebody is not ready for what we're doing. They have to be ready. Like there's that saying about when you're ready, the teacher will appear, or something, right?
1: When the students are ready, the teacher will arrive.
3: Yeah. So some people they're not ready for it. Like I have some family members that I, I won't approach with collective Rec yet, because I, you know, I don't want to. I, mean, I might approach them, but I'm not going to pursue it with them because I know that I'm I'm going to get grief. Pyramid scheme. What are you doing, right? So that's fine. Okay, you stay where you're at now.
1: Make sure you keep your 1099 from this year. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Having success means a world of difference. It's cool. I got some proof now.
6: (laughs) Tony Shoup, then
3: Dave
1: Johnston, then we'll jump on corporate call. Tony.
6: Hey, Tom. Man, great job. Um, You know, when when we first started getting on them Zooms back in the day, man, I mean, I I liked you. Uh, you just you're a likable guy. You're you're somebody that, you know, I'm always looking for when we got on the zooms. I was looking for you. And then, uh, you know, you'd always uh, you'd always be asking, you know, like, oh, what was that response? Hey, message me that response. What response did you have? You know, you're always intuitive. You wanted to figure out what that next step was. and And, you know, yeah, sometimes, man, you would say something. That made everybody cringe a little bit, you know. Maybe it was negative or something, you know, whatever. But, dude, I'm just saying, it's unbelievable the change in you. And man, I mean, um, you know, you you hear people like you say a minute ago, three percenters getting up on the stage and telling everybody they're a rock star. Um, you, dude, you are, you are, you're there, and um, you and it's there. just.
0: You're there,
6: you're there, man. You're, you're there. there. And I'm just saying, man, uh, you're bulletproof, dude. You are bulletproof. Yes. And when, and when you get to that point, brother, you're the sky's the limit, man. I'm just, I'm super happy for you. Super happy.
3: Thanks, Tony. And Tony, um, I, I I don't know if you remember this, but on one of those Zooms, you gave me some really good help. And I told you, I said, one day, Tony, I'm going to thank you. I said from the stage, but I'm going to thank you right now probably yeah. Tony Shu. Is one heck of a teammate. I mean, he doesn't say much. He doesn't speak up on the Facebook page very much. Listen to this guy. Um, it's a pleasure to be on the team with you, Tony. And we could fool Alan anytime. time. He was calling me Tony for a long time because we do look alike, don't we? Dave
7: hey, Johnson. Then we'll jump on the corporate call, guys. Hey, Tom. I'm gonna do this quickly. One of the, uh, the first thing I Just so happened as I was driving to meet Alan today, I listened, I turned on the podcast and I just plugged in the first one. It happened to be the podcast where I was the speaker. I want you to promise me in two, three months, you turn this one on and listen to yourself. I'm not kidding. Do that. Um, Maybe. The other thing. You know, everybody on here knows I'm a Marine and I came at this. I was a blowhard, you know, type, always running my mouth and running my head, ego, whatever. And I buckled down and I humbled myself and it took courage to do that and come to a point where I could be much more teachable. And as a Marine, I'm going to say something to you that I don't say to many people. Um courage is not the lack of fear courage is doing the thing the next right thing even in the face of fear even despite your fears and you've done that and and it shows and as a marine to say this look i would go into combat with you brother anytime because what you've done is you have overcome whatever fears you had and you You advanced forward. You are a teammate that can be trusted to do the right thing. You show you are an exemplary example of courage. And I am proud to be your teammate. And I'm looking forward to standing and shaking your hand someday. You are an inspiration to me. And that is the truth. Good stuff,
1: man. Tom, you nailed it, man. You nailed it. You nailed it. You You don't, you have no idea how great of a job you did, but you will. You will. You did phenomenal. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for being on here. Appreciate it. All right. Appreciate it. Great team. The network marketing hamster wheel is absolutely real. The wheel is real. Uh, And again, I look at so many people that, you know, they haven't even got the gumption to get on the wheel. But the ones that do are making an effort. Unfortunately, those people that are out there making an effort on a weekly basis, I mean, 90% of them are on the hamster wheel. And I know that we have the path to help any average person with above average desire off the hamster wheel. However, you have to have faith and belief and follow the path. And that's the challenging part for so many people because there's been so much misinformation that's been propagated throughout this profession for the last 15, 20 years. And I can tell you, we've all watched Tom and it's not been easy for Tom, but myself and others have witnessed his growth and determination to get off the hamster wheel and honestly we couldn't be more proud of him and are very thankful to call him a teammate that we can depend upon. Uh, So thank you so much Tom for sharing your story. Uh, If you enjoyed this and you're especially if you're watching on the YouTube channel let Tom know that you enjoyed it or if you're listening on the podcast go over to YouTube and leave Tom some comments over there. Uh, Thanks guys I hope you have a very awesome Independence Day. Enjoy your family and friends. Uh, This is Dale Calvert, and I'll be back with you next week on another session of the New Era of Wealth Building podcast.
0: Did you enjoy this story? Then you will probably enjoy some of the other sessions of this podcast. You can visit mlmsuccess.com and see a full playlist of the podcast since the day we started. Would you like to put some faces with the voices? then search for Dale Calvert MLM Success Podcast on YouTube and follow us there. Please leave a comment on YouTube and let our special guests know how their story inspired you or affected you. Dale spends most of his social media time in private groups he has founded, but you can follow his public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Calvert page. And of course, your comments and feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you access this podcast is always appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week and share with you another real success story that is happening right now in this new era of wealth creation that most still don't know exists. Yet.